What's up, everyone? It's J.F. Hicks. Welcome to the show. That's right, the Sports Creators Podcast, here on SportsCreatorsPodcast.com. I'm jacked right now. We've got my guy, Andre Robinson, on the show today. He's currently a videographer with the LA Clippers. Before that, he changed up the game at Ohio State football, bringing an authentic and urban voice to the college athletic social space. He also worked at Raycom Sports and worked as a student at Clemson football. Oh, did I mention he was named one of the front office sports rising stars? Yes, I've been following Andre's career since his days at Clemson. I remember the video he did. It was called, Who Will You Be? Today, I sit down with him. He's in Houston traveling with the LA Clippers. You know what we found out? Not only is Andre a cool dude, and an incredibly talented at his career of choice. But there are so many beautiful insights in the pursuit of his craft, taking risk, putting yourself out there, all of those elements. It was like this was a masterclass of so many shows where we cover it all. We hear about Andre's start. We learn about making videos from nightclubs and black Greek organizations and the important lessons he learned while hustling and grinding. We hear about Andre Stark making the Who Will You Be video and all that went into being a student working at Clemson Athletics and how he got a buzz off of that. I want to give a shout out to Andre for showing up, being vulnerable. You have to follow him on Twitter. He's underscore Andre Robinson, his name on Twitter. Check him out. Follow him. Before that, and we do all that stuff, you're not going to want to do anything that's distracting. You're going to want to focus right now because we're going to give you a good conversation between yours truly and Andre Robinson. With that, I'll get out the way. Yo, Dre, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it for having me, man. Yeah, this is a cool episode. We're here face to face doing an in-person interview here in Houston, man. I'm just really excited to have you on the show. Appreciate it coming through. Show a lot of love, man. Yeah, yeah. We're going to jump right into it, man. Um, I think if we talk to most creatives in our space, right, I think they'd agree that you have a unique voice, a unique style, a way of doing things. Let's talk about that developmental process, right? Your background, you produce videos for nightclubs, for per performers, for uh, promoters, and for black Greek organizations while you were in school. I imagine that had a hand in developing your style and your voice. How did those experiences help you uh, develop the voice that you have today? Um, I, think it's, I think it's a unique voice. You know, it's unorthodox at the time. Um, you know, you don't want to show, you know, typically schools or, or my employees at the time, you know, the type of things that, you know, you see in the nightlife. Yeah. But uh, I, de I definitely feel like um, it, it's a chip on the shoulder. I feel like I got it out the mud. I feel like I um, built so many connections where, like, it's, res you know, the, the the people that I'm coming and, and shooting for, they respect me because, you know, they know I, I, I built it from nothing, you know. I yeah. built it from nothing. It wasn't like I went to school for it. It yeah. wasn't like I went... Uh, film school or anything of that nature like I really I really did uh, self-taught myself <laughs> with, with low resources yeah. no resources at all I mean I think about the times like I was 
you know, using $60 out of like, you know, on my refund check at time, like get my refund check and saving like a bunch of $60 because that's what I would rent the camera from, from a person because wow. I didn't, I didn't have a camera. And um, I actually was charged like these promoters and these clubs like $60 just for, so people can see my work. Yeah. And that was basically, I wouldn't, I would come out and make nothing, but it was, it was pretty dope. Um, even, even like, not even just the clubs or organizations, but like, uh, when I was a part of like a SGA, um, like student government association yep. and, and yep. like Mr. Sophomore over at South Carolina state, shout out to South Carolina state. <laughs> uh, when I was doing there, like I was doing events and it was, it was supposed to, you know, spark engagement with the students. Um, also raise, uh, you know, uh, we we'll go out into other schools and show uh, other high schools what our school was about. You know, so uh, it was definitely uh, trying to create a voice for myself. You know, I would I would say that. Like, so so t- talk to me. What did you learn working with? You know, because these are you know some of these people are running a business, right? A nightclub mm-hmm. owner. You know, the promoters, right? They're they're creating an experience. They're creating a brand. Right. What did you learn from working with them? You know, selling yourself and, and how to develop relationships along the way. Oh, I mean, you definitely have to communicate with uh, what's going on. You know, um, you know, I, this is around a time where you know everyone's pretty much having a camera guy. Yeah. You know, so you, you, I remember uh, doing shows for, you know, Travis Porter or, or uh, um, Jacquees and, and yeah. Gotti, Yo Gotti. Like, yeah. These were like homecomings. They were, they were bringing to homecoming and, um, and everybody had a camera with them. And so it's like, where I was working for was like the promoter. Shout out to Mr. What Up, <laughs> King Jenkins, shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I would I would uh, I would work out with the promoter um, and sometimes the club the club owner because you know essentially I would you know present it like I'm here for y'all like I'm not here for the artists I'm not here for I'm here for y'all so it's like you communicate with the people that's involved and and they, and they give you the access to that so it's like similar to like my approaching like you know uh, of schools or or like NBA wise you communicate with the people that you need to know. And rub shoulders with them because you know ESPN's coming, you know TNT's coming, right. but but you work for the team, you know right. what I'm saying, and and you know that the content that they they got going on is strictly for you know us and right. them, so it uses our benefit to to be able to communicate and let them know that like I'm on your side, I'm here for you. I ain't on the camera, right. but I'm here for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. So did you also learn to to, to kind of set yourself out in the crowd? Because like you're saying, there's a lot of people, right? There's right. a lot of video uh, shooters. There's a lot of editors. Right. And there's also people that they could have also hired. So did that also help you learn how to set yourself apart? Uh, I think that was always natural. Okay. Um, setting yourself apart. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, I feel like as a kid, I feel like I had a little something going on i don't know why i was yeah. just real hyper <laughs> uh, i was hi- hyper i had a lot of zeal so i was just like always like upbeat yeah. you know as a kid i never knew what to put that energy to like i had so many like different like hustles like cutting hair in dorms really i was like yeah i was fading up people in uh in a uh, south carolina state campus like giving haircuts um shoot uh to even making flyers and stuff like that so like uh like i said the sga stuff um, constantly being involved with like I was actually writing in high school, playing football, track, like so I just had so much energy. So yeah. I never really, 
I never knew where to put that energy to. Yeah. And then people always say, like, you put your energy to something, but you're going to be something <laughs> special. <laughs> so, so I was always, like, hear that. So I was always, like, running around, you know, as my, uh, as my grandma said, like a chicken with his head cut off. So <laughs> I always felt like that if I could hone that energy into something, you know, that that can do a little something for me, I feel like that. So, um, yeah, you when people see me out in the workplace, you know, I think it was a, I think it was the last game brother came up to me he was like man i seen you out there working man i see you out there working you was you was right there on the court boy we, we was like i wonder they was gonna pull him off the court but nah you came you did your thing you got out of there so like is for me like i just move with a purpose i, yeah. I don't half step it i you know when i'm i might be in the spots that i really ain't supposed to be but right. but shoot i'm there i'm gonna get it in i'm gonna get it out and um so i i feel like uh i feel like that edginess you know like that 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 seeing like all right if everybody going left right i'm gonna try to go right you know what i'm saying or, or catch like a different angle of it you know so no i love it and, and one of the things i want to talk to you about because you're someone with a unique voice um you know someone who's who has confidence like you said you're walking with a purpose you, you you know you move in a certain way so what about for creatives that that have that that also share that how do you balance that and then maybe working within an organization, right? And understanding that they've already got an established culture. So I don't like to use the word fitting in, but I can't think of any better way to say it. But what advice or how have you found to be successful, you know, with your style and then also kind of fitting into a, a, an organization's culture? Uh, I would say definitely. Um, I, I had a couple of struggles with that. Mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, you, you, you try to fit in. Um, you know, most people in life, they feel, you know, if they that they haven't figured out what they want to do or they haven't figured out the type of thing they're really good at. Yeah. They're like, all right, I got I got something in me, but I don't know what. Yeah. What it is. Don't so you, you just you feel like that. You feel like that outsider. Um, but uh, I, I I really praise um, the mentorship of Todd Green and, and Coach Sweeney. OK. Um, for for like kind of helping me with that. Um Granted, I wasn't like Coach Sweeney's players, but like, like just hearing his talks about like all in and buying in, and yeah. and like his talks about like, uh, you know, best is the standard and and um, serve a person's heart and not their talents. Mm. You know, those those type of teachings, and yeah. and then Todd Green just never giving up on me. Like as much as as, as stubborn or as hot headed or you know immature I may have been, like. He always saw like some some positive things in me, and he kept me going along with Jonathan Gann at Clemson and uh, yeah. Nick Conklin at Clemson. Uh, they they really, when I wanted to, I guess you know what I'm saying like leave or, or or take my bags and go go home. Yeah, they they kept me they kept me afloat. Like they kept me like nah you. We feel like we should you should do this. Yeah, we feel like you should do this, and and it was like I feel like. When people care about you and they feel like they they genuinely like wanna wanna see you succeed, it's I think it's it's easier to buy in, yeah. you know, because it's like, damn, like this dude care about me and I am not even his own son. Like right. this dude care about me and I'm I'm woody woo and and it's, I think I think that at that moment you like, all right, you know, you you not really doing it for yourself, you are doing it for other people. And, yeah, um, yeah, like I think I think those are. Video wise, I think those those 
people I named or really helped me buy in. Yeah, so really, you know, you're talking about just the leadership that, that you're fortunate to have in your life, right? Like right. like you said, Coach Sweeney and uh, and Todd, as well as the other people that you named, they kind of helped you understand how to be an individual and sounds like buying into the mm -hmm. culture and being mm -hmm. a good teammate and, and what that looks like. One of the things I don't want to look past is just, you know, talking earlier, you were talking about your side hustles, right? Yeah. How how important was that the hustle part of it of of having because I can you know I can feel that energy from you you right. know what I mean that that you right. you know you're someone that you're gonna do whatever it takes to get it done how how much how much how important is it to have those experiences before you got to college and and now the the uh, pro creative scene I think I think that that goes to like um, my mom um, my mom she had me when she was 14, 15 okay. years old okay. so like. Young. Yeah, like super young. Yeah. And so like like when I was a kid and I'd go visit my mom or like I was living for my mom for a periodic time, um, like she 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 was like the, the hustler of the year. Like I ain't even gonna flex about that. Like she was hustler <laughs> of the year. Like she she'd do hair in her kitchen, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like hair in the yeah. kitchen, she she'd draw, she she was drawing people tattoos, hair in the kitchen. She had like this whole uh custom shoe company. It was like it was called chaotic shoes. Okay. It was no excuse me, chaotic kicks. Chaotic kicks. And so kicks. like she would like take the acetone and rub all the shoes down and oh, wow. and repaint the shoes and then sell the shoes and so like and then go like do her regular duty with the navy or when she got out of the navy do her nine to five job. Um, but she was still always hustling like like I feel like and then like cook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, so like I, I would seem like my mom and I felt like, you know, like I felt like that was dope. And even my grandmother, like my grandmother, uh, she was a long time uh, postal service worker. Okay. And my grandmother, uh, she she had like these these cards, like and she would like sell the cards and it was like it was like uh it was like black Christmas cards and black people coming by. Yeah. And it was pretty dope. And then also she was like um she was like the president of the union. Okay. Uh, so a lot of leadership, yeah, a, lot a lot of hustle. A lot of hustle, like yeah. leadership stuff. Like she was like local 313 for like Columbia, South Carolina um, post office workers. Okay. And she was like a real carrier. Yeah. And uh, like I, I would just see like the women in my life like really hustle. Yeah. And like the men in my life were like, they were hustlers too, yeah. you know, and they don't write, but they weren't like hitting all type of different entities. Right. They was like, <laughs> it was like, we gonna go one thing right. and then, you know what I'm saying? Like it hit that. So it's, a, it's in your blood. Yeah, like, like, um, yeah, it, it's kind of, it's, it's been a great with me, you know, kid inner city, Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know, you gotta, you ain't, you ain't coming home with, you know, the nice, paychecks right. so it's like you got to make you got to make ends meet so yeah so you want to talk about you know that right so building on that so you you've had you know leadership in your life starting from a young age you talk mm -hmm. about your mom you talk about your grandmother the men in your life and then you you um end up you know working with coach Sweeney and and all the people there at Clemson so want to talk to you about these transitions right mm -hmm. kind of like inflection points I call right. them in your life right you know you you uh you're a student you know, at Clemson, ended up going um, all the way up to Ohio State, now at the Clippers. Right. One of the big things that I found in those transitions are the relationships that I have 
and the mentors in my life. Right. How did the, talk about your transitions, right? When you went between those different uh, opportunities moving up, what were some of the things that helped you kind of go from where you are? Because a lot of people don't move, sometimes they're scared, right? right? Scared of failure, scared of the unknown, so many things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can see in your life you've made these moves. What's helped you? You got to embrace the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my grandfather would say, like, you, you're the only you in this world. Yeah. Like, you the only, you the only Jay Hicks. Right. Like, ain't no going to be no more Jay. Nah. It's going to be another dude that might have your name. Right. But, right. Like, he ain't going to be another Jay Hicks. So it's like, for me, it's like, it's like, it ain't going to be another Andre Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, I'm so competitive. I Google Andre Robinson. <laughs> Just... And I seen, like, dog from Penn State. <laughs> it was a football player from Penn State. I was like, man, I got to. Nah, bro. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta claim that name. So I think it's like you claiming your name, you embracing the unknowns, and what, like, what, what are you waiting for? Like, I don't want to curse, but nothing. But like, what, what you waiting for? I mean, you, you got your whole life. You know what I'm saying? And every, every, if it's a bad decision, or it's like a high, it's a lesson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, and you're right. I feel like you, you outweigh the pros and cons, and you gotta, you gotta gamble. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take risk, um, to get there, and also you gotta move, um with some type of, I want to say, concrete understanding of what you're doing. Okay. Um, Break that down. What, is, what do you mean by that? Um, I'm, I don't know if many people are religious or spiritual like that, but like a, um, office coordinator, Tony Elliott um, at Clemson, yep. um, you know, he, he laid something on my heart. At the time, I was like looking for information. I'm seeking information. I'm, listen, I'm listening to people, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, being that guy. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, you... I was looking at Tony and I was like, bro, your life is so crazy. Like his life is so crazy. Like his story with his, how like he was in um, Charleston, South Carolina and, and everything like that, like about his mother and, and you see his kids, um, his his wife and everything. You like, man, he got, he's, that's a brother that got going on. Like, <laughs> like engineering student, like all A's and everything like that. I'm like, damn, man, I'm, I'm barely making a D <laughs> in communications class. And so so I was uh I was just I was like, man, this dude's perfect. And um I had to ask him, I was like, what what how do you like I wanna say how, but like what is something like I feel like I'm missing? Like like what where where am I missing in your story? Like right. what what I know all the physical stuff, like, you know, stuff that's on paper, but what am I missing? And he was like he was like your foundation. Mm. Like your foundation, like you can't build a house without a good foundation, and right. your foundation got to be something solid that you could lean on every time. And and sometimes that, for me, I couldn't think of anything, and for him, he put it in my like, like my faith. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeremiah two nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like, for I know the plans for you. You know, and so, like he he already, I feel like God already knows plans for me. He already understands what I want to do in life. He already knows that like. The best is yet to come for me in my life. I'm only right. 25, and so like, no matter what, you know, you gotta have that that Job mentality. Mm-hmm. That for every situation that comes to me, bad, worse, that it's gonna be some sunlight and some sunshine at the end of the day. And so, um, I would say that that's pretty much my faith. Like being, you know, you know, I would say highly favored, yeah. you know, in that situation. So, so you mentioned earlier some of the mentors. Talk about, you know, as we talk about these transitions, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you run into someone who helps you establish your foundation. How, how impactful uh, have those people been in your life? Some of the mentors and some of the people that you previously mentioned. Oh, everything. 
I think I think you you pick up those the standpoints from everybody. Um, you pick up those little keys, like Coach Meyer. Like you you pick up those. Like, what were some of the things that did you felt he helped you with for that season of your life, Coach Meyer? Yeah. Oh. So you want me to go by list, like place to place with with some people that well, really or just some of the people like you know give us like several people like that have been influential. If you look back at your career, yeah. young, you're 25, you have a long way to go, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, the best is in front of you. But who are some of the people when you when you look at those mentors? Like, what are if you if you gave me three people, what are three things or one thing from each of those people that you feel like helped you in your transition? Well, it takes a village to raise a child, yeah. so. Uh, there's a lot more than three people. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a child. But, uh, oh, man, it's like you got you got Nick Pizzi. I mean, there's people I haven't even met yet that lay something on my heart, um, like Steve Harvey. Um, I think I think if I can go by, like, essential moments, yeah. essential moments would probably be, um, I think that's much easier for me to do than like name people right, and, right, right, and what right. they told me. Essential moments, I want to say like um, it was a uh, it was one time on my couch in my dorm room. Okay, um, my roommates was like this is at Clemson. This is at Clemson. Okay, yeah. So I transferred from South Carolina State to Clemson, and I did two years at Clemson, and I'm in my second year. I'm making all these videos for Clemson football and everything like that, but like I was not going to class. <laughs> I wasn't going to class. <laughs> it's I not was, good. It's not good. <laughs> not good at all. I wasn't going to class. So like, so I wasn't going to class. And at that time, like, I just felt like all I wanted to do was just, you know, just jump on my gift. Like, like really, just like hone in on my gift. I would like I feel like when I was at Clemson, I wasn't learning anything about video. Okay. I was not, or even like Photoshop. Period. Okay. Probably was in the wrong major, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I, I just I didn't feel any, I didn't feel any purpose. I felt like I felt like what I was I was just wasting my time, and um, I was sitting on the couch, and I hate that it sound like the commercial sitting on the couch don't know what to do, <laughs> <laughs> but I was sitting on the couch, and um, how did I get up on this? I think I was watching YouTube or okay. something like that. I okay. think I was watching YouTube and. Um, and that's when uh, I, the Stevie Harvey jump came on. Okay. Steve Harvey jump, and he was like, "What you waiting for? Like, yo God, your God say he had plans for you." And he was saying, "Like, man, I got a brother who out here, all he do is cut grass, and he owns a, a, a million dollar company cutting grass." Yeah. And so I was like, "Man, like, if I could just jump." Like, if I could just jump, like, just really, like, see where my wings could take me, man. I'm talking about, like, I've never been to L.A. I've never been to Ohio. Right. I've never been to none of these places. But when I jumped, right. when I jumped, whoo, the wings took off. <laughs> <laughs> jump, man, and then, and then it didn't work. It didn't work. Like, when you jump, I don't know if you watch a bird, but, like, when a bird, you know, originally jumped, they, they dive down. Yeah. So it's not really, like, the wings just start yeah. flapping. Yeah. I went, <laughs> and then you have to kick him. Yeah, in. like, man, I was in my mom's. I was in my mom's basement. I was in my mom's basement, and I was. I want to say what I was doing at the time. I was in my mom's basement, and I just was like, "All right, I'm gonna just hustle my way out." Yeah, I'm gonna just hustle my way out. So I started like, you know, doing more Greek videos, more club videos. Okay. Um, I just was like, I was like, I'm gonna do something with with this right here. So. Yeah. 
like I'm I'm kicking videos out and I'm doing like music videos for like local Columbia artists and stuff like that. It's the hustler's mentality. Yeah, no, it was survivor. It was survivor's mentality, man. Like I, I had to get it. I had to get it out the mud, like for real. Yeah. Man, that was a long, that was a long summer. It was a long summer. It was like that, I remember that summer, boy. That <laughs> that, that was a long summer, man. So, so the Steve Harvey video yeah. comes on mm-hmm. and and really spoke to you where you are on your mother's couch in her basement. No, no, no. This was in my dorm. Okay, couch so in Clemson. So you're at your Clemson. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and so at, you're at. The, and at, at that Clemson. moment, I said. I'm done with school. Okay. At that moment, I said. Why, why did you decide? Like, what What about that moment made you felt like that's what I needed to do? And I asked this. I right. think obedience. Really? Obedience. Okay. I, know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sit there and, like, upset people and be like, oh, you dropped out of school. Like, you know, parents, like, you worked hard, you know, like, to get you to a place. And you, I didn't want to disappoint my grandparents. But, like, I feel like, like, I was like, I'm going to put my name on it. Like I'm putting my name on this credit right here, like, like my parents, like my mom. I think my mom was like the only one that kind of was like, all right, let's let's make it happen, cause right. she was like that hustler mentality. Yeah, yeah, let's make yeah, like like let's let's make this happen. Like I I don't have much to help you with, right. but like if you need like I got your back. Like I'm your biggest cheerleader. Like, so I I yeah. ask that because I think so many people are in a place. And they they're not where they want to be. They're not mm-hmm. bad off. Maybe mm-hmm. they just want to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I I wonder, and I what I hear is that maybe letting down other people or other people's right. expectations for right. them are keeping them from breaking through to where they want to go. Right. So it sounds like you just said, look, I I I know what I need to do for me. I don't know about you over here, yeah. Joe over here. John. You know, it sounds yeah. like you did your thing that you felt called to do. Yeah, is is that is that accurate? Yeah, like I, I feel like this is my life. Right. This is my life, and and this is my life, and I gotta take ownership of it. Right. Like I said, I'm the only Andre Robinson in this world. So, and then like I didn't want people. I really didn't really care about other people at that point because I was so far. I was doing things for other people so mm-hmm. much. Like so, I feel like let me do something for me. Let me put my name. Let me bet on myself. Right. Let me let me put. And put all, <laughs> like, all relationships, yeah, like, yeah. everybody's, like, support. Let me put that all on the line and let me, let me, uh, let me embrace that. No, I love it. I mean, what you're talking about is stepping in and owning your life because mm-hmm. it, things don't happen until you own it. Yeah. You embrace it and, and step into that. Yeah. Um, I made a video kind of, I made a video kind of about that and I didn't make that action at the time, but, like. It was it was a motivational video for like the national championship game for okay. Clemson, okay. and um, it was what year was this? This was twenty. This was the year they went to the first national championship okay. versus gotcha. Alabama and lost in, in Phoenix. So I made I wrote a piece called "Who Will You Be?" Yep. And remember this. I was yeah when I I, when I went "Who Will You Be?" and "Who Will You Be?" was like like I was going through so much at a time. Yeah. Like I did not know who I was. Right. But I knew who I was gonna be. Like, I knew who I was going to be. Like, in that spirit, I felt like I knew who I was going to be. Go Google it. If you're listening to yeah. this, you know, this is at the front side of his career. Go look at that video because I think it'll the people yeah. who are listening, it'll speak to them more after if you haven't seen the video. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's still up, but... Uh, it is. It is? Yeah. I, the I, first I, part, the, the second part or the first part? I've seen the first one. I can't speak to the second one. All right, the second one was the the national championship one. But who will you be? First one It's actually in the Clemson facility. Like the the who will you be is left your mark. Yeah, it's, shout out Chef Jeff Davis for putting that in there. Yeah. But uh, 
yeah, like I had Jeff Davis in there and he was reading this. I wrote a speech and um, and I was just talking about like life, like chapters and you got the pen. Like you, yeah. you writing your own story. Yeah. Like ain't nobody else writing. You the author of your story and every day is a page and every stage in your life is a chapter. But Absolutely. you writing your own story. And um, and Jeff was like, a, he was, we, I remember like we was in the, uh, we was in the recording of it. And um, Jeff is like, a, Jeff used to be my pastor. Right. When I was and, and just for people who haven't seen it, he does the voiceover in the video. Yes. So Jeff Davis, yeah, shout out Jeff Davis, uh, Clemson great. But uh, Jeff, Jeff was like my pastor. And he was like, that, that dude, you know, anybody know Jeff Davis, he talked with so much intensity oh, and power yeah. and, and passion. And he was, and so when, when he was reading the stuff, he was like, "Ooh, boy, this is some good stuff, boy. This is some good stuff." But then it came to recording time, and he wasn't saying things that I wouldn't like. And like the way he would say it, he'd be like, uh, "He'd be like, uh, 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 who will you be?" I'm like, "Nah, man. Like, who will you be? Like, like you need to talk to yourself in the mirror. Like, who will you be? Like, you you encouraging yourself. Like you, like you coaching yourself through this. Like, who will you be? Like, you gotta have some." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some yeah, some yeah. to that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. But it ain't like who you be like, oh man, you know, you know, like we 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 it's me, it's me versus me three sixty five days of the year. Absolutely. I it's love it. It's me versus me. Like ain't nobody like the effort that I put three hundred and sixty five days a year can get me to places that I never would have thought. Never dreamed. Flying around the world. Ne- never would have thought. <laughs> so yeah, I I think it's uh if you haven't seen it, I would say check out who you be. And um I think uh, the production of it. I don't know if it's as good as I can make it now. <laughs> like uh, that was a little. That was 2015. 15, yeah. So yeah, the, it's love to it. Yeah, you know I got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you 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 listen to the you listen to the speech and yeah, everything it was like that. Yeah, I, I actually don't think Jeff did the second Who Will You Be. I think it was Brian Dawkins. Okay. Brian okay. Dawkins did the second Who Will You Be. Okay. And uh, shout out to Brian for doing that <laughs> one of the things we're talking and, and want you to really touch on it because you've already dropped some nuggets um one of the things that you talked about you have a philosophy unique philosophy and it is called stay dangerous mm, yeah what does that mean break that down what does that mean to you and and what's been the impact because you know now you're with the clippers mm-hmm. obviously the not about the clippers but about the stay dangerous I think I think to to I think that's one of the answers to your questions back off like the stages that I went through. Yeah. Um you know, I wasn't a big NBA guy, but uh you know, you you from looking at the NBA, you like, oh, this person sucks, this person good. You right. Know, they're professionals. Yeah. Like each person on that that roster is a professional. Absolutely. And I wouldn't say like stay dangerous was like a quote of mine or like a theme of mine, but like that was just what I saw. Like yeah. like uh one of my biggest uh, people in my life is Lou Williams, right. six man. Like the dude, like he comes off the bench and like he just goes off for like thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, but even like seeing and guys, people underestimate, right? Say, oh yeah. well, you know, ooh, you the know, starters are out the yeah, game now. Now, now it's like it's getting easier. right? Yeah, it's getting easier. But I feel like I feel like just watching him, like you know, what I'm saying he's undersized. Um, he doesn't have a lot of girth to him. Right. He's pretty much the small, one of the smallest guys on the court. Yeah. But like, I, it's just so crazy, like how he gets his shots off and like how he goes. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like it's it's just the work. He's gonna get to his spots because he's confident in his right. spots. And so like how I approach that is like, you stay dangerous. Like you you may not always get the projects that you want. You may not always get the 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 
access that you need to do what you want to do. You may not, but but like when you get those opportunities, you know what I'm saying, your preparation gets you there. And I learned a little bit of that from Ohio State too, um, from like, uh, you know, uh, Kerry Combs, he's now ten- in Tennessee. Tennessee. He would say like the speech, like there's no secrets out there. Like when you get hand in mouth, rely on your preparation. And I feel like mm-hmm. my preparation and what I do in my life, like from coming from, you know, every adversity i ain't even gonna speak on camera about like but like i like i done i done seen death so many times like seeing it or even in my face to it's right. like it's like all right it's time to live you get what i'm saying like it's it's no more existing it's time to live right. and when you go into that living stage it's like why it's like i'm dangerous like like because i may be i may be off like a couple of days but like like yeah i'm about to drop, about to drop something. <laughs> and it's like yeah. you like and it's like everybody know like you know what i'm saying like they know like oh he gonna kill it he gonna knock it out the park so i feel like i feel like you learn those lessons like uh just like i said everybody professional yeah. everybody's professional like you and in this business what you you know what you really which i love you're talking about taking nothing for granted no days off understanding that people want your job, mm-hmm. right? They're looking at you. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people might be in a situation and, and, like you said, not getting maybe the assignments they want. Maybe they mm-hmm. don't have the access. Maybe they don't have the equipment they want. Mm-hmm. But instead of living in that, you're talking about really being in the moment and, and knocking down shots, you know, right. taking every opportunity. Right. And, you know, because like you said, uh, when we were talking before, you were saying that people want your job sometimes, right? And so right. you can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um. I think I think uh yeah you you definitely understand people want your jobs um it's only but so many I mean it's growing now but right. you know at the time like it was but so many teams yeah you know, yeah and, but and, still it's still yeah, a like, small number yeah so uh I done got to a point where it's like you you need a little bit of that like push like I love seeing like sh- like look uh dudes that's like coming up um Miles Turner he's interned with us yeah, like yeah. he he got some stuff uh. Even like uh, people around the industry, like you see, like these young dudes like cutting up stuff. And oh, like, yeah. okay, they don't really have like the tech. You like, know, I'm not maybe not polished. Yeah, it's polished, but like they they come in, they they make some sh- stuff that you like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, right, you yeah. So, so you you want to get into that? You want to get into that lab too? You want to like yeah. you want to do your research on some, some stuff? You're like, oh, I'm about to get in the lab. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, shoot, that that AB that AB uh video. Yeah. The one that he got in trouble for. Yep. I mean, granted, like the messaging and everything was off. Was but, off. Like, right, right. That was a five video. <laughs> right. I, when I saw it, I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, you know, that didn't really do anything for AB, but it right. did a lot for uh, that that video guy. Yeah. That was a good video, but it made, man. I text, I told, I text my uh, group chat. Um, it, it's a couple guys like uh, in there, and I was like, yo. I'm about to make a video right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to make a video right now, like dog, like he, like, yeah, he 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 coming at people's necks right now. So yeah. like I I like to see that competition with like people um, in my in my little uh, group that I be looking at. I don't really look at like a lot of team stuff, but like yeah. there's certain like guys that I I would definitely like always see what they got going on. Yep, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Shout out Spice Adams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of the things that you absolutely do that I, that I love is I, I feel like you're someone who's really inspired people. Right. People look at you, you know, because I know when I was coming up, I didn't always see a lot of people 
who looked like me on the sidelines shooting videography mm. and and now there's people like I, I've seen it with my own eyes on Twitter to say hey yo Dre you inspired me and and they'll tweet at you I've seen that over the last couple of years mm-hmm. talk about about that because now we're, we're getting outside of just you know being a storyteller yeah. when you know what I mean you're getting outside of you talk about that that's that's a it's crazy to sit there and think about it you know I think I think the roles reverse. You know, I would look at people and be like, "Man, I want to be like that person, or I want to do the things that person." And now, like people look at me, and um, I think I think it's a challenge, man, because you want you want them to to go through their scars. You want them to go through their their licks, get you know, get beat up a couple times because they appreciate it a little bit more. But and then you want to give them the game. You want to tell them like, "Yo." Bet on yourself. Right. Like do this, do like work on this this way. Like, um, I I look back at like South Carolina. Like when I go back home, like I got a little cousin, and um, like nobody in my family ever did video, ever. Like you can nobody. I've never seen a videographer in my family. Not even seen a videographer. Wow. Like in my probably like actually like doing what I'm doing. Never seen one until probably college Ooh. so I've never seen it and so in the community that you know we we all grow from you know you see the athletes the ball players the yeah. the athletes the rappers and you may get like a couple doctors or like right. you know a couple like uh, political figures but like actually like doing media stuff um it took a minute for me to really be like all right I'm a cameraman like yeah. I didn't I didn't you know, even that, like, I, I still have uncomfortable, you know, connotations with that word, like, oh, you're right. a cameraman. Right. Because, like, I just feel like I'm Dre. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so um, when I see kids, like, yo, like, yo, they'll message me, like, yo, you inspire me. Like, I want to do what you want to do and everything like that. Like, I, at times, like, I don't, I actually don't want them to hear what, like, I did, like, drop out of school. Yeah. Like, you don't want to tell yep. kid like, hey, drop out of school, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, you know, but you know, um, nah, like I, I just feel as though like, like man, it's it's a it's a crazy feeling knowing like I have a cousin who's like really like cousin and my best friend's uh little brother, like, like texting me like hitting me up like yo check out my video like i made this video i want to be like i want to do this i want to intern for you do you have internships like and it's like they knocking at the door because it's like shoot like you feel like you was the gatekeeper to that right and because some some folks don't don't even know these things exist exist and then it's not it's the lifestyle of it is like you don't see like a cameraman that's like cool with all these people too right and so they're looking at like dang like you you experiencing that life and you still have that, you know, you doing it the way you doing it. And right. so I think uh I said I said in college I wanted to be like like the 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 pioneer of like a celebrity and and and, and video and not video but uh media. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the mic and stuff like that. Yeah. And stuff like that. But I wanted to be a pioneer kinda like what Terrence J was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um but it's it's taping a, a form of his own, like is I'm not nowhere near Terrence J or <laughs> like that, but but like you know sport being sports and 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 doing video like 
and being cool with everybody like that, like, I feel like I'm only 25, and who knows where else I'm going to go. So. Best is still in front of you. Yeah. So, so one of the things I think with what you're talking about, like walking in yourself, being comfortable who you are, inspiring other people, I, I feel like along the way, you've also um, gone from making, uh, being, you know, you said a, a video guy, Let's we'll use that word, and going from being a commodity to a brand, right, to be something that's in demand, right? Because when, you know, one of the things we were talking about when you were at Clemson, they called you, said, hey, saw some of your videos, hey, can you come into the office? Mm-hmm. You know, we need you. And then as you've made moves along the way, people have called you and really, you know, mm-hmm. sliding into your DMs, hey, Dre, hey, we got this opening. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about that because I think for so many creatives, they struggle, right? Creative struggle, they are good at the craft, not always as good at demanding for themselves what they're worth right. and not always really hitting in on the business side. And I think right. that's one of the things that sets you apart. Um, as we kind of talk, you know, close here, and we talk about this journey you've been on from working with clubs, working with promoters, black Greeks, now with the Clippers, you know, what advice would you give to other artists, to other videographers and motion people about being a commodity in, 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 in aspiring to be a brand instead of a commodity, a brand in demand? I don't know if you would necessarily be a brand. I think be yourself. Just be yourself. Right. Because nobody else can be that. Um, when you think about the brand, I think you think about like what you want to portray yourself as. Right. You're already good enough. Yep. You yourself is already good enough. Like it, God gave you a, a instrument and you're supposed to play that instrument and you know what I'm saying? And he will put you in different ways and places that you would never thought you would be. And I think I think when you're not doing it for the brand, but you're doing it for something more, like right. knowing your why, right? Like you're doing it for something more, and that's when you really start to like take off, and and it's commitment. It's commitment to yourself. It's commitment to yourself. You you know what you deserve in this world. You you know what you deserve in this world. Whether it's your family, whether it's your your finances, whether it's your happiness, you know what you deserve in this world. So go get it. That's your happiness. Ain't nobody gonna give you your happiness. You gotta go claim your happiness and you gotta go claim your blessings. So um, I wouldn't say brand, but like bet on yourself. Bet on yourself, bet man. On like yourself. bet on yourself. Like you, you go out there and you say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a put, I'm a do the, I'm a worry about me. I'm gonna worry about me. I'm gonna make sure I do my things, and then when I do my things, let's see what it leads me. And then when people evaluate then they evaluate you and then you you provide your case like yeah i may i may have given you this product and a lot of people don't care about like nobody nobody cared when i give them a video like how i made it right they just right. want it done they just want to just want a problem solved they want the problem solved uh, my grandfather also said he was like when a, when a baby born nobody go check on the mother <laughs> <laughs> they want to see the baby they want to hear about the brand yeah, of the baby. yeah yeah they want to see the baby <laughs> so it's baby. like it's like it's like focus on the work first yeah. like make that number one priority yeah. like focus on the work focus on the work <laughs> focus on the work good. you got to be you good you got to you got to know the technical yeah, inside and out yeah you got to be good so betting on yourself is focusing on the work first yeah. make sure your work is good once you get the work good 
then like everything else would take care of itself. Mm, man, hey, I gotta have you back on. We didn't we didn't even get into your your journey and other parts of your life. Yeah. Um, man, I've got to have you back on. I really appreciate us being able to connect. Most that because um, you and I connected. Yeah, you know, in the past, and I've always you know seen what you're doing, and, and just I'm one of those people that if you see something, someone doing great, you just right. like go. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, pushing you on. Like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. So, man, I appreciate you coming through. Will you come back on the show, though? Yeah, I will. (laughs) I'll be back. All right. Appreciate you. All right, Moses. All right. That wraps it up. A couple of things before we get out of here. The Sports Creators Podcast is found on sportscreatorspodcast.com. I'm JF Hicks. You can find me using the handle at J-A-Y, the letter F, Hicks, that's J.F. Hicks, all over social media and the internet. Leave a comment or a question and I'll respond as soon as possible. Let's connect.